tonight, I am going to take my text from Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Amen. You know, uh, Sunday, I heard Brother Rob Parker testify, you know, lately there's a lot of distraction that's going on. You know, there's always distraction from the, the beginning of time till now. Um, you know, Adam and Eve, the children of Israel, I mean, they had to suffer through the desert many, many years because of distraction and because they allowed those distractions to affect their walk, their life, and their decision. So um, tonight, that's what I want to ask everybody here and everybody out there listening. Uh, what is distracting you right now? What is keeping you from thinking of these things that Paul wrote about that ask us to think about? What is keeping you from uh, doing that? To think about things that are true, things that are honest, uh, things that are just, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are of good report. What is keep us from thinking of that thing right now in the midst of all this distraction? In life, there are many distractions, let alone uh, what's going on in the world right now. You know, so again, the Bible tell us uh, to, to say to think, think of what are true. Well, what is true? Well, the Word of God is truth. The Word of God is true, you know. And we know what else to be true. There's God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all in one, the Trinity. That is true, you know. And we know that God sent His one and only begotten Son to die for our sin. That's true. And we know that He conquered death and rose again on the third day that we might have life in Him. That is true. And it didn't stop there. He, uh, when he ascended to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit to guide us, to live in us, to direct us in his way and his will. That is the truth. You know? And um, what else is true? Christ is truth. Everything that comes from him is truth. You know? And you know what? He is coming one day to take all the redeemed back with him. It could be tonight. It could be tomorrow. It's going to be very soon with all that's going on. That is the truth. You might not choose to believe it. You think that you're going to have a, a long while. But, you know, think again. Because Jesus Christ, God told us that he's going to come back and take us back again uh, to be with him. That is the truth. And uh, next thing, what is honest? Well, honest is free from deceit, uh, free from untruthfulness. It is sincerity. It is honorable in principle, uh, intention, and in action. Uh, honesty is truthfulness. Um, an honest person has the habit of speaking uh, accurate, trustworthy statement about life, about themselves, about others. Uh, they don't just tell partial truth. They, they speak honesty and love uh, through God's word. And, uh, they, and ultimately, they speak the truth about God's word itself. You know, in Ephesians 4.25, it says that... Uh, 
Wherefore, putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Again, we are called to be honest. And uh, the next one, what is just? Well, just is being fair, uh, behaving according to what is morally uh, right and fair, true to your promise. Uh, it is faithful, true to your word. Let your yea be your yea, your nay be your nay. Let your yes be your yes, let your no be your no. Not, nothing else. Now, you don't need to say, hey, you know, I promise I'll, I'll, I'll sign a document. No. As a Christian, if we tell somebody that we're going to do something, you know, uh, we're going to do it no matter what. Uh, if you give somebody your word and say, hey, I'm going to walk a mile with you, you're going to walk a mile with that person. If you uh, uh, want to do something for that person, somebody asks you and you, give, you say your yes, you're going to do it. Uh, because you give your word. You want to live a life uh, um, that is worthy of your word, of what you say, uh, what is just. And you know why uh, we should think about being just? Because God called us to be just, because God is just. In Micah 6, 8, it says, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God? And, uh, and we ought to think about what is pure. Well, pure is clear. It's free from mixture, free from defilement, and without spot, not tarnish, incorruptible. Free from guilt. You know, as Christian, we should live free from guilt. Yeah. And uh, we should not have the guilt of sin because we are in Christ. Uh, of course, Matthew 5, 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Yeah. And uh, what is lovely? Well, lovely is pleasing and acceptable and, and being grateful. And it's something that is pleasing and acceptable to God. Uh, what has God woven into all, to our world to display his goodness, his greatness, his majesty, and his order? I mean, what has God woven into your life to display his goodness, his kindness, and his mercy. Because it's not just out there, but in your life, in your home, what has God woven into those to display his goodness and what is lovely in your life? You know, um, a while back, a, a couple months ago, we had the opportunity just to drive to a couple of national parks, a few national parks back in Utah. Uh, you know, for every place that we gone and see, uh, I was just in awe how amazing God is. I mean, how majestic he is in just the thing that he created for us to enjoy, to appreciate. But you know what? Not a lot of people can see and appreciate that. But you have to, to know and understand God, why he does what he does. Again, it's for his pleasure and it's for our enjoyment. You know, for, for every sunset that we drove, uh, through and see and every sunrise, God was just amazing. See, those are lovely things. And not, again, not just nature, what he created to display his goodness, but the thing that he um, display and create in our life, the children, family, and if we're born to a Christian family, I mean, that is just the mercy and the, the loveliness and the, the wonderful grace of God that he put in our life. And we are to think about these things, especially in time of just distraction and in time of chaos, like right now. And uh, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. That's it. 
So, and uh, what is of good report? Well, of good report, something is reputable, uh, something that is reliable, or someone that is reliable. I mean, we have a good, a lot of good report here just uh, at our church, just not even out there too, but just in our church alone. The testimonies that, uh, that are out there in the tracks, those are great report of what God has done just in our church alone. You know, I like it when Brother Dave read, you know, testimony in his sermon, stuff like that. It's another one that I haven't read or heard of. Those are great reports, good report that we should think about and read. Or, and all the missionary in our church that go through South, that go to South America, Australia, India, Africa. Those are good report and those are reliable report. Those are report that God, you know, bestow, uh, bestow on people and given the, the strength for people in our church to go and uh, to do and to witness and to spread his word. So those are things that we should think about. Again, not of what is going on. Uh, again, life, there's always going to be distraction. What is our thought? What are our thoughts going to direct towards? So, Again, God called us to think of these things, you know. So uh, tonight, again, I'm asking you, what is distracting you right now from directing your thoughts uh, to these things? Again, these things are, what are the, the things that are pure? Well, let me go from the things that are true, things that are honest, things that are just, and things that are pure, and things that are lovely, and things that are of good report. What is keeping you from thinking of those things? Well, the next question, who or what is doing the thinking for you right now with all the thing that's going on around us? Who is doing the thinking for you? And what is doing the thinking for you? Here's what I mean by that. For example, when I first took a promotion or a job here in Portland, uh, you know, I, I was told about an opening. Uh, there's a, a job, there's an opening, a branch here. My boss told me about it and you know, I didn't accept the job yet. Uh, I told Christy about it. Uh, he didn't offer it to me yet, but uh, Christy already started packing already. You know, we were living in Tacoma back then. Of course, she's from Portland. So, so, uh, you know, the next day he offered her a job. We moved here. You know, when I moved to, uh, took over the branch here in Portland, uh, I had a lot of vendor, a lot of customer to go visit. You know, back then, there was, I don't believe there was an iPhone or the, the phone yet. Uh, there might have been a cell phone. Uh, I think I used those. But uh, that's only 15 years ago, I, I believe. But um, yeah, I would take out the map and mark down the street and just follow the map and try to figure out where to go and learn the area. You know, every Thursday, I would go out and visit the... Um, the vendor and the customer. So, and soon after a month or two, uh, you kind of understand where about where everything is. And, and then I realized that, man, I work so close to the church. It's only two and a half miles away from here. But uh, again, uh, I got the map I studied. Uh, I uh, followed that direction and did the thinking. But you know, uh, today's with the uh, technologies, we have apps, we have Google Maps, we have, uh, uh, yeah, all kind of app that does the these kind of thinking for us. Just for example's sake, you know, um, if you want to go somewhere, you just tell your phone or type in the address, and it'll tell you how to get there and when to turn, how many miles to left to turn, at what light to turn and uh, to turn on, and also, you know, some apps even tell us where to eat, where to go to eat. 
gelps. And uh, it tells you, you, you look at it first and it, you, you look at the review, you read the review and say, you know, is that a good enough for you for me to go eat there? Again, you base your, your thought and your action on somebody else's opinion. And um, if it has bad review, you probably won't go there. But you know what? You might be missing out on something because you don't have the same taste as somebody else's uh, that uh, listing those of you. Just because it's a four or five star doesn't mean it's good for you also. Again, we let these um, uh, the technologies, uh, the app do the, the thinking for us. So um, I, I heard a phrase one that says, you know, someone said one generation you know, technology what one generation consider a luxury, the next generation consider it a necessity, which is true uh, now. Everybody consider um, these things a necessity. But you know what? When we allow technology and or media to do the thinking for us, when we outsource our thinking, uh, we become dependent on it also, uh, especially the media. Do a lot of time the media... Uh, you know, is a good source of information and it tells us uh, kind of what to think or how to act. But if we allow the media to dictate our thoughts on how we should act and react to what the information is given out there, uh, it will, will lead your action into the wrong direction. You know, your action can lead to the wrong path and the wrong path uh, can lead you to hell. Again, if you let media technologies to dictate your thoughts and your action, you know, we should not allow the world to do the thinking for us. You know, because what if those apps tells you that or has a review that says, you know what, some book of the Bible are not true. Uh, only some apply to us. What then if you allow these apps, these review, these thinking to uh, dictate uh, your thoughts. Uh, I heard it that many times at school, at work, co-worker, even from other Christians. You know, what if these uh, thoughts or these apps uh, or these reviews say that, hey, some verses doesn't apply to our life today. That it's only for back then. You know, and we heard of what Brother John preached about. You know, God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. But. Uh, Again, I heard it. It happens. They said, you know what? You can't live above sin. It's impossible. Well, it's impossible because you didn't allow God to uh, direct or dictate your life. You haven't been uh, living a sanctified life and uh, give it all to God. And uh, I heard that uh, from friends, again, from work, everywhere. How about when, if they say marriage is not for life? Well, it happens. And I heard st statistics says that divorce in the church is the same as it is out in the world now, which is sad. Again, if we let the world dictate our thoughts and our action, we will become like the world. We will live like the world. The world say, hey, it's okay to do this. It's okay to drink. I mean, everybody does it. Why can't I do it? Again, God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I mean, what if some of those... A review says, hey, again, the Bible doesn't apply to our life today. It's not applicable. It's been said. You know. And um, it, they tell us, what is the review said? It's just a fairy tale. You know. 
What if it's just for the weak-minded, for the non-intelligent? It's been said. It's been discussed. You hear at school, again, at work, from friends, in the media, and in TV. You know, if you um, if you let these review and thoughts and opinions do the thinking for you, again, you would allow them to dictate your life, how you live your life, and how your action will uh, um, direct you into the path that you do not want to go. Uh, if we outsource our thinking and our action to what is out there in the world, we will become, again, like the world, and we will become like them, and we will be led astray. Uh, the path, this path will only lead to emptiness, disappointment, and ultimately away from God, and ultimately towards hell and darkness. It will not lead to peace and security that we are, that we are seek, seeking or that we need, you know. Um, the word and what the world and what it has to offer will not fully satisfy us or complete us. You know, technology might be a great asset, but it's a terrible master. The media might be a good source of information for us to see what's going out there in the world, but if you let it dictate or if you let it direct how you act and react, it will lead you to the wrong path. You will act in a way that you shouldn't, what we are called to act upon. Uh, and the world and the, what it has to offer will not satisfy, will not do us any justice. The more we depend on it, the more we rely on it. You know, if your freedom, your action, and your thinking is hampered by the ability of uh, the places or the review that somebody uploaded, then um, it it has a it has destroyed our way of living, your ways of living. You know, we have the responsibility to be dependent on God. We do. As Christian, we have the responsibility to be dependent on God. It's easy, you know. Uh, yes, when when life is hard, when we need help, it's easy to come to God. Yeah, it's harder to come to God when everything is going great. But you know what? Those are the times that we need to come to God, that we need to depend on God also when things are going well. And we need to think of what God tells us to think about. Again, tonight, you know, in closing, I'm asking again, what is distracting you right now? What do you think about with all the thing that's going on in the world? You know, Psalm 23 says that God will take care of us. He will deliver us from evil. He will lead us to quiet water, to still water. In Isaiah, God says he will renew our strength when we grow weary. In Jeremiah, God says he has a plan for us, you know, a, a plan that benefit us, a plan to do us good, not to harm us, not to break us, but a plan to give us a hope. And, and that hope is in Jesus Christ and uh, eternal life with him. He, he promised to lead us and guide us all the day of our life. You know, but to uh, fulfill that promise, God tells us, you know, you have, well, I'll read Matthew 10, 30, 39. 
And he that taketh not his cross and follow after me, he is not worthy of me. He that findeth his, in li his life shall lose it. He that lose his life for my sake shall find it. Again, we have to come to know him. We have to come to repent, give our life to Jesus Christ, because uh, if we don't, we will lose it. You can try to go out there and try to find it, but you will not find it. You will only find disappointment, emptiness, and darkness, and heartache. But if you give your life to him, you know, he will give you peace. He will give you joy. And he will give you direction. He will guide you uh, toward the direction that benefits you and those around you. You know, so it, the word of God is given for us, to us for a purpose. God tells us that it will not return to him without accomplishing his plan. So do you know what his plan is for you tonight? Well, I know one thing, one truth. The plan is for all of us to come to know him, all of us to be saved, you know, all of us to have deeper experiences. If you don't have that, and there's no other time, it's a distracting place out there, but God called us to think. I'll close in that, the, the verse again. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. We are called to think of these things. So again, tonight, if you don't know him yet, uh, there's no better time to, to give your life to him. And he can show you a plan that is better than anybody out there can tell you or create for you or any review or thoughts. His plan is better than anything out there for anybody, for, for all of you.